Hey, this is Rodney Gage. I'm the pastor of Rethink Life Church in Orlando, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out today. I hope it encourages and inspires you to live with a new perspective, make better choices, and have a greater impact with your life. Here's today's message. Hi, everyone, and welcome to week three of Family Matters. You know, it's been such a powerful series that we've been in. And the the first week we talked about vision matters as a family. We need to know who we are, where we're going, and who we are becoming as a family. And week two, we talked about how values matter as a family. The importance of values is that they shape us and they shape our beliefs. And our beliefs determine our behaviors. It was so powerful last week as we talked about that. But today, I have the privilege of talking to you about struggles, because struggles do matter when it comes to our relationships and our family and with those around us, because God can use our struggles to write a greater story in our lives. So today, we're going to be talking about that. So no matter if you're single, if you're married, if you're fit, you have a family, you're a parent, you're a grandparent, we all have something in common, and that's we all have struggles. We all have problems. No matter who we are in life, we all have difficulties and challenges that we face, and we need to know how to face them so that God can use them for His greater glory in our life and that we can use them in our life to become stronger because of the struggles that we face. So today I want to talk to you about that. And there are three kinds of people in the world, those that are just coming out of a difficult time, those that are in the middle of a difficult time, and those that are getting ready to go into a difficult time. You know, I found in life that life is like a railroad. You know, you've got two tracks on either side of the railroad. Usually in our life, there's something good going on and something bad or difficult going on at the same time in our life. You know, if we don't stop and learn how to handle the struggles in our life, we will always be frustrated and disappointed and discouraged in our life. So today, let's talk about that together. You know, in the the book of James, James 1, he addresses it head on and it says in verse 2 through 4, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. And when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. You know what? That's how I want to be. I want to be complete. I want God to complete me and use me to my fullest potential. And I know that you want that in your life as well. But you know what? We have to go through struggles. When we go through struggles, God is growing us and making us perfect and complete. And there's three things I want you to remember from this scripture that we can learn and remember throughout our life when it comes to struggles and how we teach our children to go through struggles or how we apply this to our relationships with a spouse or with a friend is so, so important. And the first one is to keep the right perspective. He said, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for joy. You know what? Our natural response is about the opposite of that. 
The natural response is I want to be frustrated. I even get angry. I get very upset when troubles and things that discourage me come my way, challenges and struggles. My natural response is to do the opposite of to find joy. But when we have an eternal perspective, when we have a God perspective, when we allow the Holy Spirit just to consume our heart and our mind and we get the word of God in us and we understand life, from God's perspective, he says to count it all joy. Have the perspective that he is at work. He's growing us because he has greater things for us. So we have to see life from his perspective. You know, we never will completely understand God's ways. The Bible says that his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. But he's inviting us into this story that he's writing through our lives. And our perspective of struggles can be a game changer in our life when we see things from his perspective. You know, there are four facts about struggles. Struggles are inevitable. That scripture says, when troubles, when troubles come, when struggles come, when they are coming. John 16, 33 says that in this world, you will have trouble. But it also says, take heart because I have overcome the world. But he wants to let us know that you're going to have struggles. You're going to have challenges. Struggles are unpredictable. Whenever you face trials, the Bible says, and the word in the Greek actually means when you fall into them unexpectedly, they're unpredictable. We never know what's going to happen around the corner tomorrow or that phone call that we might get just like we got on the way here today, a phone call that was disappointing. But I chose to have a different perspective about it because I know God's at work. I pray every day that God will open doors and close doors. And he closed the door with that phone call. It was a closed door. And we don't always like closed doors, but we have to have the perspective that God is still at work. He is still God, and we are still taking steps forward in the struggles that we face. Struggles come in different shapes and sizes. The Greek word for many kinds of struggles is translated multicolored. There's all kinds of different things that you will face that are different than what I will face. You know, there's sicknesses, illness, disease that people face. A child that is struggling with learning disabilities, a child that is a special needs, uh, a struggle with a divorced home, a blended family, a child that is wayward, that is, you're just, your heart is broken over the choices that they're making, a loss of a job. There's all kinds of different struggles that, that we might be facing. They're multicolored and it's real. We all face them. But the last is that struggles are purposeful. God is using them in our life. If we allow him to, to grow us, to reach that full potential of the impact and the difference that he wants to use us to make in our lives and those around us, God is always at work. You know, I love the scripture and many people know it very well and quote it, but it's sometimes it's hard to remember and apply it to our life. And that is Romans 8, 28. So we're convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect 
plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers and who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose for our lives. If we have this basic foundational belief in our life, it gives us a completely different perspective when troubles come, when struggles come, when that phone call comes. We know that God is working it all together for good. The difficult by itself over here and the challenge by itself over here is really hard to take. But when we understand that it's all these multicolored things that God is weaving together and working together for good in our lives, we can trust our God and we can have a peace that surpasses human understanding. Colossians 3.15 says, let the peace of God rule. One translation says, let it umpire your heart to which also you're called into one body to be thankful. Let the peace of God umpire your heart. Your heart is the central system of your life. It's where every belief is in your life. It's your heart. It's what you build upon. And if we have that God umpiring our heart, giving us peace, and it's something we got to ask for. It's something we got to seek every single day. It's not something that just naturally comes. We got to ask God to fill us with his Holy Spirit, fill us with the fruit of the Spirit, of which one is peace. And we got to ask him to give us that peace of perspective, knowing that God is at work even in our struggles. You know, my son, Luke, he, he's uh, 20 years old. And he's got, he's gone through a few different struggles and trials in his life. And I love a quote that he gave me the other day that says, when life gives you curveballs, it also gives you songs. It's a perspective that he's chosen in his life. You know, life, it's going to give us curveballs. But for him as a songwriter, it gives him some beautiful songs because of what God is teaching him and growing him through. And it can do the same for you because God wants to write a beautiful song, a beautiful story with your life. God is at work. I love this quote by Zig Ziglar. It says, life will either grind you down or polish you up. It depends on what you're made of. Are we going to allow life to grind us down or to polish it up? It depends on our perspective. Number two, not just our perspective, but it also making wise choices when it comes to the struggles that we face. That scripture in James says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. The key right there is it has a chance to grow. You know, it's something that we choose. Life is not a chance. It's a choice. We have to choose how we're going to handle the struggles that come our way. In Psalm 84, 4 through 7, it's talking about the Israelites as they were walking towards the temple to worship. And this is a song that they wrote. And it's, it's becoming one of my favorite passages of scripture. So hang in there with me. Let's read it together. Psalm 84, 4 through 7 in the Passion Translation. What pleasure fills those who live every day in your temple, enjoying as they worship in your presence? 
how enriched they are to find their strength in the Lord. Within their hearts are the highways of holiness. This is all about a perspective that they have. Their strength they find in the presence of the Lord. Even when their paths wind through the dark valley of tears. Anybody else been there? I've been there this year almost every day gone through a valley of tears through some of the things that I've gone through that I'm going to tell you about here in a minute. But they they wind through the dark valley of tears. They dig deep to find pleasant pools where others find only pain. He gives to them brooks of blessings filled from the rain of an outpouring. They grow stronger and stronger with every step forward. Life is not a chance, it's a choice. It's what we choose to do when we go through the valley of tears and mourning and struggle and difficulty. Are we going to dig deep and find purpose and peace in what God is doing in our life while others are just finding pain? It's up to us, it's a choice. It's what we decide to do with the struggles that come our way because Life is, is our, it's all about choices. It's my responsibility. It's my choice. The way I, in my, I have the ability to respond. Responsibility is my ability to respond to the struggle that is in my life. So here are some things that we can do. Number one, we can trust God. That's a choice we can make is to just trust God. It seems very simple, doesn't it? But it's not. It's a daily choice. This doesn't happen by chance that we trust God. We've got to choose to trust God. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path through the valley of struggle, through the valley of challenges, through the problems that you're going through. Trust God and He will direct your path. Number number two is to choose joy. Number three is to pray without ceasing. And number four, in everything, give thanks. And those three are found in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in every circumstance, for this is God's will for you who belong to Jesus Christ. You know what? It's not always easy to choose joy. It's not always easy to give thanks. It's not always easy to be disciplined every single day to pray without ceasing. But these are the choices we have to make when we're going through struggles. Choose joy, pray without ceasing, and give thanks because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Life is not a chance, it's a choice. We have to make these choices or we will walk through the valley of weeping and when we will only feel pain. Or we can choose to dig deep and find the pleasant streams of what God is doing in our lives and through our lives. You know, and we also we have to allow the struggle to grow us. Our children, you know, sometimes we want to protect our children. I know as mine were growing up in our home, I wanted to protect them, but I had to learn to allow them to struggle. And I'm so thankful that I did. 
allow them to experience difficult things, even set them up to experience difficult things. So now I know that they're outside of my home. They know what it is to struggle. They know how to work through a struggle because I allowed them, Rodney and I allowed them to struggle through some things so that they could learn, so that they could walk through the valley and then dig deep to find the pleasant streams when others are just only finding pain. You know, we even put them in certain circumstances, took them out of one school and put them in another. And it was a challenge. It was a difficult decision that we all made together. But because of the struggle, because of the steps forward day after day, they became stronger through their struggle. And that's why it's so important that we allow our children to experience struggle as they're growing up so that they can learn how to stand on the word of God, choose joy, pray without ceasing, and give thanks no matter what they're going through. And that's true of you and I. We need to remind ourselves of those things and understand that God our Heavenly Father, He loves us more than anyone on this earth ever could. And why would He allow us to go through difficult times? Why would He allow us to walk through the valley of weeping? He wants us to grow. He wants us to be all that we can be. We have this one and only life. I'm kind of at halftime. I'm at probably past halftime in my life. You know, but God is still growing me and I desire for God to grow me to my fullest potential. I want to leave life having done everything that he's called me to do and to be. I want to be strong. And the only way we can be strong is to go through struggles. You know, when people lift weights, they're lifting that weight, it's making them stronger. God is allowing us to lift some weights, maybe in relationships, maybe with a son or a daughter that is disappointing you so much right now. I wanna encourage you that God is at work. You keep praying, you keep staying at peace. You keep giving thanks that God, you're at work. I'm trusting in you with all my heart and God will do the unimaginable. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think or even imagine. God is at work and I wanna encourage you to dig deep, Find that pleasant pool. In the morning, get before God. Make the choice to set your day up by getting into the Word of God and getting the Word of God into you through worship. Set your mind in a perspective that God is at work no matter what you might face this day. Because He is. And if you're seeking him with all your heart, he's going to lead and guide you and give you wisdom on how to parent that, that son or daughter, how to have a, a wisdom in that relationship with a husband or wife that is just in a struggle right now, or that blended family situation that you're just like throwing your hands up in the air. God, what do I even do? I encourage you to seek him, seek him, choose joy and seek him, pray and use that time to give thanks because God is at work. He will guide and direct you. So it's all about the choices that we make. It's our perspective and it's the choices that we make in the way that we see our struggle and how we walk through our struggle. And number three is turn your struggle 
into a greater story. God wants to use our struggles into a story, turning it into a story that can make an impact on other people's lives. He wants to use us to be his hands and feet, to love and encourage those around us. You know, we've walked through some difficulties as a family, some struggles as a family, that only I can encourage someone that has a similar struggle that, that we have walked through. God wants to use our story and our struggle to turn it into something that he can use to reach people that need him. You know, that scripture there in James, it continues to say, so let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And that scripture, Psalm 84, seven says, he gives to them a brook of blessing filled from the rain of an outpouring. They grow stronger and stronger with every step forward. You know, one version says from strength to strength, they grow forward and God is writing this story in our lives. He's using the story, the struggle, to even cause us to work harder, to take that next step, that next step forward so that he can make us stronger through the struggle and cause us to use it for his greater glory. Struggles, they purify us, they give us endurance, and they help to grow us stronger. Our capacity for pain will determine our potential for growth, is what Brian Houston says. I love that quote. Your capacity for pain will determine your potential for growth. Don't you want to become all that God has for you to be? then we're going to have to grow our capacity for pain and know that God is writing a greater story than we can even imagine in our life. He's using these things. One of my favorite scriptures is Ephesians 2.10. And is we are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good things that he planned for us long ago. You know, when I told you earlier that the scripture was talking about that multicolored trials and struggles, can't you just imagine God, the master artist, creating his magnum opus in you, his masterpiece in me, his masterpiece, bringing together all these beautiful colors and working it into this amazing masterpiece that he is creating with our lives. And he's using them to bring glory to God. He's using them to bring glory to himself. That's ultimately why we're here on earth, is to love him and to make him known, to make his love known to those around us. And God is at work. He has good plans for our life. He's working it all together for good in our lives. You know, I want to tell you a little bit about the struggle that I've been in this year and, and my family has been in this year. I haven't really told the whole story, but there's been a lot going on behind the scenes. In 2020, I know many of us struggled and are still coming out of that struggle of the pandemic and the things that it caused in our lives. My sister, the one right below me, her name is Kim. And in November, I got a call. She had been actually really struggling because she 
has her own business and it's she's been going for a few years and it's really been going well. But because of the pandemic, it got completely closed down for several months. And as many of you know, that's happened to, to many of you and to, to many of our friends and family. But she was coming out of it, you know, it, it was we were having positive momentum towards the end of 2020. We were thinking, yes, things are getting back to normal. And, and her business was starting to come back a Alive and to grow again. And she got a phone call from uh, a test that she had done in, in, in uh, November. And the result of the test that she had gone in into her doctor's office for the scan was that she had breast cancer. Now, this was devastating to us as a family. I'm the oldest of four girls. She's the second to oldest and she's in her late 40s. This, this was shocking to us because we have the, no history of cancer whatsoever in our family. You know, we've had some, our parents have had heart struggles, but we never had even dreamed that cancer would be a part of our family story. And so we, we rushed together as a family. As soon as I got the call, I made a flight arrangement to be home then to be with her the next day. And we all got around her. My dad got, we, my dad and my mom and myself, we sat at my mom and dad's house and he prayed over her. He spoke scriptures over her that God was going to bring healing to her life. And so I came home from that trip just encouraged, knowing that even though we were in a struggle, knowing that God was at work and we were believing in faith that God was going to heal my sister. And we were believing that with such great intensity. And did you know, three days later, after I got home from that trip, and after that moment that we sat on the couch with my dad and he prayed and we held hands and we we, t uh, we laid hands on my sister. I got a call three days later that my dad had tested positive for COVID. And I, I was just shocked. You know, it seems like sometimes troubles come so quickly one upon another in our lives. And I, I was shocked that this could not possibly be true. We were all just with him and he seemed fine, but he had COVID. And 25 days later, after a very, very difficult struggle and days upon days and weeks in the hospital, my father went home to be with Jesus. This was not anything that I ever anticipated. You know, it was nothing that I could have expected. Just struggle upon struggle, difficulty upon difficulty. And then not only did my father pass and my sister starts her chemo and she you know, two months of very difficult chemo, if you know anything about this, and she lost all of her hair. She's just feeling terrible day after day, migraines after migraine. Then a, a snowstorm hits Dallas, an ice storm hits Dallas, and my sister's home is destroyed by pipes that broke and totally flooded the first floor of her home. They were not home because they had no electricity, so they didn't know. So there were inches of water in their home. When they walk through the door, water starts coming out of her, her home, out the front door. And this was the place 
of her peace, her home. She's kind of an introvert and, and she likes to be always from the, from the very beginning of her being a child. She loved to be in her room and close the door and have moments of peace by herself. This is her peace. Her home was her abode. And it's one thing after another has been stripped from my sister and from our family. She, they've now moved out of their home, having to completely rebuild their home on the inside. You know, struggle after struggle. But I am believing with all of my heart that God is writing a beautiful story and making my sister stronger, making my family stronger, making my mother stronger out of this difficulty that is unimaginable. My dad was like in the prime of his life. He was 75 years old, but he acted like he was 50. So my mom lost her best friend that they traveled the world together. But God is writing a story. This is just a chapter in the story that he's writing through our struggle. And we're believing and we're going to be writing a book about my dad and the principles that he's taught us. In fact, pretty much everything that I'm talking to you about today are principles that my dad taught me. And I'm believing that God is writing a beautiful story out of the struggles that we have faced. And maybe you can relate today to some of these things that my family has struggled with. Maybe it's an illness that you never anticipated, a call from the doctor you never anticipated. Maybe it's a business that is struggling. Maybe your home has been also destroyed through the season that we've been in. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe something in my story is connected with you. But I want you to know that I'm choosing to see these struggles from a different perspective because I only have, again, this one life to live and I want God to use me to make a difference. And I know that you want the same too. So we're gonna have to choose to see life from a different perspective. We're gonna have to choose joy and count it all joy when we go through these difficult challenges and struggles and problems and know that God is using it to write his story. If we choose to walk through it and we trust him and we pray and we give thanks through the challenges that we're facing, we can trust that God has a great plan and He's working it all together for good because we love Him and He is using our struggles to make us stronger so that He can write a beautiful story with our life. I wanna pray for you right now. If you've been going through a struggle recently, I just wanna encourage you that you can do this. It's not easy. But nothing in life worth having is easy, right? God is calling us to this higher level. He's calling us to dig deeper and to allow Him to work in our lives. So I just want to take a moment, if you would allow me, to pray over you right now. Because I know if, you know, every single person, if we have a heartbeat, we've probably got some struggles in our lives. So let me pray for you right now. And let's just believe God to, to work in our lives. Father, I thank you so much, God, for 
your word and how it encourages us, how it inspires us to dig deep and grow and to count it all joy when we walk through difficult times in our life. Father, I just pray for those watching today, God, that you would speak to their hearts through your word. Father, I pray that you would encourage them today. I pray that you would give them signs that you are at work, that you would show them your love today, God. I pray that they would see their struggles from a different perspective. I pray that they would make choices, God, that would honor you. They would choose joy, God, that they would choose to pray and seek you and that they would choose to give thanks and trust you with all their heart, God. And that, God, you would use all of these things woven together to make a beautiful masterpiece, God, that you have planned from the beginning of time. God, I pray that they would trust in you with all their heart, Lord. Thank you, Father, for loving us so much that you care for every single detail of our lives, Lord. We love you. We trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I just want to encourage you, if you have a desire to know Jesus in a personal way, you know, it's not about a religion or it's not about doing all these things to have a relationship with God. It's really just about trusting in His Son, Jesus, to be the one who bridges your life, a sinful life, to an all-loving, perfect God. I just want to give you that opportunity to know Him as your personal Savior. If you've never accepted Jesus and you don't know, you don't have this relationship with God that I'm talking about today, so you're struggling and you're walking through this alone, I just want to give you the opportunity to have a friend that will walk by your side, a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You can be a friend of God, the Bible says, because of what Jesus has done for us. I just wanna pray this prayer, this simple prayer with you, and you can pray it with me. And just pray these simple words after me if you want to walk in a new relationship with Jesus Christ. Father, I admit that I'm a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. I, I believe in my heart that Jesus died on the cross for my sin. He was buried and he rose again so that I can have life and life to the full and forgiveness of my sin. And I confess him as my Lord and my savior, that Jesus is the Lord of my life from this day for the rest of my life. And I trust him in Jesus name I pray, amen and amen. Thank you so much for praying with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I pray God blesses your week and he speaks to you no matter what you're going through, that he is at work. Well, thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, it would mean a great deal to us if you would consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. You can click on the share button, take a screenshot, and share it on your social stories. And be sure to tag us at Rethink Life Church. To learn more about our church, check out RethinkLife.com. Until next time, hey, we love you and believe the best is yet to come in your life.